There is no bad karma. The old woman lay in bed, critically ill and in great pain. For her daughter, who was providing loving care, seeing her mother's physical suffering was hard to bear. Even more difficult, though, was seeing her mental anguish. She kept repeating, I must have very bad karma to be in such pain. God must be very displeased with me. Seeking guidance, the daughter asked a friend of ours what she could say to comfort her mother. He wrote back, Tell her there is no bad karma. There is only good karma because everything comes to take us towards God. When she read the letter to her mother, the old woman said, Is that so? Then it's all okay. I'll keep that in mind at all times. Those few reassuring words made a huge difference for her. She was able to remain tranquil despite her suffering, and shortly afterwards, she peacefully left her body. When adverse circumstances come, we may feel overwhelmed or even defeated by the thought that we're being punished through our bad karma. Remember that there are two related principles that God has put into play to help us move towards freedom, free will and the law of karma. With free will, everyone has the ability to make choices about their life, which actions to take, what values to express, or what goals for which to strive. Free will is God's gift to help expand our awareness, but this gift is not without its price. The tuition we pay for making our own choices in the school of life is governed by the law of karma. Every action we take leaves an impression in our consciousness, which draws back to us exactly the kind of energy we've put forth. This reciprocal response of karma is not given in punishment or judgment, but is simply the mechanism through which we can continue our journey toward greater understanding. In reality, there is no bad karma, but only the process of learning from our actions and adjusting them to bring greater happiness. This doesn't mean that we can avoid suffering if we've lived out of attunement with God's laws, but neither should we think of bad karma as a condemnation. Think of it this way. If you've lived an unhealthy lifestyle with poor diet, no exercise, and self-indulgent habits, when you look in a mirror, you may not be pleased with what you see. On the other hand, if you've followed principles of good health expressed through diet, exercise, and self-control, you will see a radiant person reflected back to you. Neither of these reflections represents who you really are. They simply mirror past choices that you've made. You can change these choices and their outcome, your karma, as you grow in your understanding of the laws that govern creation. Here are five ways you can overcome the karma of past wrong actions given by Paramahansa Yogananda. One, service to others. Bad karmic tendencies can be overcome not by concentrating on them, but by developing their opposite good tendencies. This is why service is so important. By serving others, you automatically divert that energy which wants to take you in wrong, self-serving directions. Two, 
use your willpower. Quote, in India, there has been too much emphasis on karma. Karma, karma, they cry. It's my karma. I can do nothing about it. Absurd. Karma is simply action. Whatever has been done can just as certainly be undone. End quote. Three, face your tests courageously. In working out karma, as long as you are afraid of it, you won't be completely free. Karma is best worked out by meeting every test that comes and by courageously accepting any hardship. Four, use meditation to work out karma. Every time you meditate, your karma decreases for your energy then is focused in the brain and changes old karmic patterns. After every deep meditation, you will become freer inside. And five, the help of the guru, Yoganandaji said, quote, karma is greatly mitigated by the help of the guru. The guru sees your karma and knows what you need to do to get out of it. He also assumes much of your karmic burden. Such is the priceless value of the guru's help. Without a guru, the spiritual path is like trying to walk in quicksand when there is a paved highway nearby going in the same direction, End quote. May you walk toward the highway that leads to freedom from all karma, towards that goal, Nayaswami Devi. Hello, friends. I'd like to add a few more thoughts to this blog on There Is No Bad Karma. It actually was a lot of fun for me to write this because I realized how the laws that we are having to deal with, the law of karma and the principle of free will, how these are, we seem to be, they, these can seem so overwhelming, but in truth, if we understand they are just, as we've said, mechanisms that govern the operation of the universe and more importantly govern the the operation and the evolution of our own soul all of life as we've quoted yogananda saying is for our entertainment and education and so even when we act in ways that have bad results try to inwardly be a little bit removed from them and say ah now i understand when I am selfish, if I am greedy, if I gossip about other people, look, it comes right back to me. And you begin to see with a little touch of humor, depending on how difficult the test is, begin to see how everything is a reflection of our own actions, which in turn is a reflection of our own thoughts, which in turn is a reflection of our consciousness. So working out our karma ultimately comes back to freeing our consciousness, not identifying with any mistakes we've made. There was a, a woman who lived at Master's Ashram at Mount Washington. Swami Kriyananda told the story that she left the ashram and went out into the world and had a worldly life for a while, but then realized that was all a mistake and came back. And some of the other uh, ashram members, residents, 
were very judgmental and critical and said, how can you come back after everything you did? She had a great response. She said, what do you expect me to do? Worship my mistakes? And this is what we often do, whether we're aware of it or not. We look at the mistakes we've made and we blow them out of proportion. We identify with them. We say, that's who I am. That's who I will always be. When our past mistakes and our past right action, really neither one of these are who we really are. Who we need to identify with ultimately is our soul nature, is our oneness with God. And this comes back to the last point we made in the blog. The help of the guru is invaluable because it's through attunement to the guru that bit by bit over time, our self-identity begins to shift. Swami Kriyananda said uh, in the later years of his life so beautifully, he said, you know, I no longer can tell where Swami Kriyananda ends and Master Paramahansa Yogananda begins. It all is a continuity. And so, my friends, let us be grateful for the law of karma because it is an exacting teacher, but it is the, just the teacher we need for, to free us from delusion and to return towards our home in God, which is unalloyed joy, which is unconditional love, which is eternal freedom. We hope that this goal can be achieved by all of us.